There are a lot of great books in the New Testament, but none of them quite do what the book of Hebrews does. It perfectly marries the Old Testament with the Gospels by showing the supremacy of Christ, and it also encourages believers not to abandon the faith. Though the author and the date that Hebrews was written is unknown, believers everywhere can be encouraged to run the race of unwavering faith and perseverance to the one who is far greater than the prophets, the law, and the angels combined. Join us as we take a hike through Hebrews. My name is Pastor Aaron. And I'm Pastor Leon. And we'd like to welcome you to Calvary's Compass. Right, so we are diving into the last chapter of Hebrews, and we we kind of thought that this would be a shorter episode, um, just because this is um, the writer's closing thoughts, and we're just gonna read it and give our closing thoughts to the book, and then next week we're gonna start on the book of Acts. Yep, um, that's our final decision. Um, <clears throat> so we're just gonna go ahead and read it. And then make our comments. So uh, chapter 13, verse 1, Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitalities to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Remember, those who are in prison as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated since you also are in the body. Let marriage be held among honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled. For God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterers. Keep your life free from the love of money, and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Verse 7, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God, considered the outcome of their way of life, and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is the good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods which have been benefited from those devoted to them. We have an altar from which those who serve at the tent have no right to eat, for the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into holy place by the high priest as a sacrifice for sin are burned outside the camp. So Jesus also suffered outside the gate, in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come through him. Then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of the lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share with what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch of your souls, as those who will give an account. Let them do this with joy, and not with groaning, for what would be no advantage to you? Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience. Desiring to act honorably in all things, I urge you, the more earnest to do those things in order that I may be restored to you sooner. Verse 20. Now be the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with every good thing 
that you may do his will, his working, which is in us, that which is pleasing to his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Verse 22, I appeal to you, brothers, bear the word of my exhortation, for I have written to you briefly. You should know that our brother Timothy has been released, with whom I shall see if he comes to you soon. Greet all of your leaders and all of the saints. Those who come from Italy, send your greetings. Grace be with you all. All right, that is the end of Hebrews. Um, Our closing thoughts um, are the fact Jesus, through each stage of this book, it showed us a new light of who he is. He's the mediator of a new covenant. He's the new king. He's the priest. He is the sacrifice that's better than any sacrifice that we could ever have given to God. And uh, um, the writer encourages us to, to, to continue with that faith, to continue to hold strong to that anchor of faith. You know, don't be led away by the strange teachings that other people teach, but stay true to what God is saying. And it's difficult in this day and age to do that when there's so many messages going out from different ministers and different um, denominations. I know we're the Church of God evangelicals, but, um, you know, there are different beliefs that are out there that could lead people astray. And we just have to test those spirits. That's what James tells us to do. Um, But the bottom line of all of it is that Jesus... You know, he was the propitiation for all of our sins. Right. Right. He was the one that gave everything so that we could live and have eternal life. And if we put our faith and trust in him, he's never going to lead us astray. You know, <clears throat> I mean, he. this is a benediction, and that's the closing. And, you know, what I like about in his closing of this whole book, he is encouraging those that he, to the Hebrews that, you know, don't don't just forget to love continually. Not just don't love yeah, in, a, in a per- certain sense, but just love all the way. Yeah. And I think when you look at the, the book of Hebrews, it's resounding every step towards Christ and the love of Christ and 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 those who are faithful in Christ, faithful to God. Even I mean, look, I mean, iconically Hebrews eleven. Yeah. And so 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 this is important that as we continue in loving one another, that we do not neglect each other and people that we don't know. Right. And it's easy to go in that aspect and, you know, hear all the word being spoken to you and, you know, hear their, their reading or having someone read them Paul's letters and, and all these wonderful things. But um, Paul just underscores everything throughout the whole book. You know, don't, you know, don't let marriage... Uh, be held in honor you know let marriage be held in honor you know don't don't defile the bed and he keeps going on about your right. being, you know don't love the money and all these things i mean just he goes down this list i mean he's just like i got you know if this is the last thing you hear from me if i haven't said anything else you remember remember these things and just in, in a lot of times a lot of times people give speech they kind of recap yeah in their closing this is a recapping yeah but the, the living the positive Christian life and you know when I say that I don't want to um, downgrade what he's saying but I'm really saying that the positive meaning your your mind your heart your spirit don't look at all the negatives look at all the positives don't don't look at everything that or in other people's lives that you, it's easily to throw the stone, but 
love people through everything they face and everything they go through and and remember those who are leading you and that you follow as they're following God. Don't just follow yeah. any leader. Follow the leaders that are following God. Yeah. That's yeah. important. That's that's the truth. <clears throat> we have to, you know, follow Christ. What does that look like? What does that mean? Well, that means loving, you know. We have to love. We have to have that trusting faith in God that number one, that his sacrifice was enough. Mm-hmm. But number two, that if we walk in God, we walk in love. Right. Because God is love. Right. I mean, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Right. And so with that being said, this is really an encouragement. You know, he's preached this whole message um, for the first 12 chapters of this uh, letter showing them how Christ's sacrifice was enough, how he, what he did was enough. And then he kind of prompts them to say, all right, now it's your turn because of what he's done. Now you must go and show love to pull others in right, to right. the family. You become leaders. Just don't follow leader, but you also become right. the leader that others follow. Right. And you pay it forward and pass it on. Right. Mo- discipleship through multiplication. Yeah. 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 And that's really the motive behind all of what this author was writing about and really all of what Jesus was speaking of. It's loving people to the best of your capacity. Why? Because he loved us first. Mm. Love because he loved us first. Give because he gave first. Mm -hmm. Honor because he honored you first. And a lot of people have kind of lost that mentality in the church. We come to church, we we do the punch in punch out of everyday life and we have lost our love for people, I think. Yeah. But not just of people, I mean even like you and I were talking about this morning, you know, we've we've almost in a sense lost our love for God. Yeah. Well, it's almost more than love for God, but it's it's the honor and respect. Yeah. That they've lost because have had they honored, had people honored and respect God, um, it, it go it has to go beyond the love. It has to be a um, a place where you revere someone. Yeah, I mean the the very nature of honor is revere. I mean so so we we look at someone and in, in that respect. You know, for example, when my grandfather would come in the room or he would make a phone call and I would answer the phone, my parents knew it's my grandfather. Because I, I, I didn't just love my grandfather. I respected my yeah. grandfather. And I would say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and right off the bat. And, and I saw you all do that with your grandfather. Yes. You know, and, it, and so that's where I think where we are lacking not just love, but truly the respect and honor that God deserves from each and every one of us. Yeah, I agree. And, and it's, and it's got to go beyond what we personally need. Yeah. That's true. And I think that's the biggest um, dilemma right now in the body of Christ. It's that we have lost that that drive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is Paul's, or whoever wrote this, this is their warning to not just the Hebrews, but to us to to stay motivated, to yeah. stay devoted to yeah. God. I mean, it's, you know, when you, when you, when someone passes away and, you know, they, they, they pretty much had written out with a lawyer a last will and testament, you know, and, and, and so 
these are their last wishes. Yeah. And and this is kind of, you know, the scenario. I don't know when I'll see you, but this is my wish for you, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah, and all these great things that comes with it. And I think when it comes to us, you know, and I love, and I still go back, let, let brother love, brotherly love continue. I think that still resounds in my heart. I think that speaks all over this whole book. Yeah about loving each other and, and helping one another and being kind. Yeah. You know, not not self-serving, but kind to each other. Right. And that's important. I agree a thousand percent. We just, I think we've lost lost it over the years. We've turned this church thing into a, into a business, into a get what you want and then leave kind of thing. Um, in my devotional times... Um, people say that the church is like a hospital, mm-hmm. but in reality, it's not supposed to be a hospital. It's supposed to be a house. Yep, exactly. A house for family. And whoever comes in is family. And yes, there's a healing process to that, but think about what a hospital is. When you go to a hospital, you don't want to stay at the hospital. Mm-mm. You clock in, get better, and clock out. Right. And I think people meant well when they started preaching that the church is a hospital for the broken. Yeah. But now it's skewed our beliefs to the point where we only need God when we need something from him. Right. Or, you know, we only help people just to get the good check mark beside of our name. Or we only love when it's convenient for us. Right. And we have turned this lifestyle of Christianity into, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We've turned a lifestyle into a, a temporary diet, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And we do it when it's convenient, but yet no real change happens. Right. But God is wanting that to change, I think. He he wants it to go back to the way it was originally intended. That's why, you know, the writer of this was saying, love each other, give all the time, obey those and submit to those over you, pray for people. Honor your marriage. Honor your marriage. It's like it's like going back to the basics yeah. of Christianity, of following Jesus. But that's why he warns you, don't get caught up in the stuff of yeah. teaching that just is going to lead you astray from the basic knowledge of living for Christ. And it's not that complicated. We make it complicated, but it really isn't that complicated. Right. It's complicated when we're challenged to give things up in our life. Yeah. But in simplicity of it all, it's, it is an easy thing if you consider the whole. Yeah. It's it's easy. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's not challenging. Right. But it is easy to right. do. This is not a, a long list of demands. Right. Right. I mean, it's just. Basically, I feel like he's saying, don't forget who you are. Yeah. Don't forget who you are. Mm-hmm. This is who you are. Don't forget that. Don't lose your identity. Yeah. Of who you are as a believer. Yeah. Stop getting pulled to this way or that way. Right. And right. Stop losing your focus. Mm-hmm. On certain things, right? You know, my my daughter struggles with attention. <laughs> um, she she it's hard for her to keep her attention on one thing for a long period of time. 
Like if she's doing work, you know, we've we we got to continually redirect her. <laughs> yeah. Or if she's trying to clean her room up, you know, we have to sit there and hey, make sure you get that up. Make sure you focus <laughs> enough to to get this rolling, buddy. Oh man, you know. Um, but I think this is what this writer is trying to do for us. It's trying to get our focus back. Yeah. To yeah. what what really matters. Yeah. We've lost our focus. I mean, even in the 21st century, which we're in now, yeah, we've lost our focus. We've lost our intent. We've lost our drive. We've lost our identity. And it's. And I think it's time for us to just get back to the to the basics. And then once you're there, then you dig. Yeah. You dig deep. You go in deeper. You go from glory to glory to glory. So. The bottom line of all of this, I think, is we have to just love, be compassionate, show mercy, show grace to people. We have to give them what Christ gave us, which is a chance through love, through acceptance, through, you know, no condemnation. And when we do that... I think it opens up their eyes then to see Christ as that sacrifice, mm. which is what the letter talks about. He's the sacrifice. He's right. the king. He's the priest. He's the one that offered the greater sacrifice. When we do our part, they can then see who Christ is yeah. clearly yeah. so that they can learn who they are yeah. instead of us telling them who they are, right? We 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 have to show them. Right. And, and you lead by that example of showing them that that people are watching and you're taking it on a chin. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, yeah, or does it doesn't break you at some point. But they watch you in your brokenness. Get up and say, "I'm still going to be what God's called me to be. I'm still going to serve God the way I know He has asked me to serve. I'm going to love Him and love the people that He brings in my path, and show them the love of Christ." to all mankind, to all people, to all persons whom I seem to encounter in my walk of life. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's, how, that's, that's how it's pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the writer's saying, just be what God's made you to be and don't hesitate being it. Yeah. Don't second guess and don't get swayed by various things. Hold fast to faith. Walk straight and, and know the way you're going is the way of Christ. Yep. Don't don't have a detour from that point. Exactly, I agree a thousand percent. I know this episode was a little shorter than what we normally do, um, but we wanted to just kind of wrap it up um, and kind of give our closing thoughts on the book. It was a good book. It was a great journey that we just took through the book of Hebrews, and we learned a lot. We had fun, had great conversations. Um, I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed seeing things in different ways and different lights. And the author painted a beautiful picture. And so now we move forward. How? We move forward in love. We move forward in, in, in this Christian walk of loving God, loving people, and showing them how Christ was a better sacrifice, how he is a better um, thing than anything that you can get from the world. Christ is better. Christ is supreme. And we just have to show them through our love. 
We want to thank you for tuning into this mini episode of Calvary's Compass. If you like what you heard, check us out on Facebook, MountCalvaryChurchOfGod.com. Um, yeah, God bless you, and we'll see you in the Book of Acts. See you.